0: What is good, everybody? Welcome back to The Playing Rotation. My name is CJ Lomboy, joined with Ryan Eisendrath, Jack Calhoun, and Scott Jackson. Welcome to the year 2021. Hope everybody had a safe and happy, fun new year. Uh, Today is Tuesday, January 5th, and today is actually episode 20 of our podcast and uh, the start of season two of our podcast. So welcome in. Thanks for uh, sticking around with us. Uh, how are you guys doing today? How was your guys' New Year's? You guys feeling good? My New Year's
1: was great, man. I was up in Tahoe, skiing down mountains, sk- hitting some box jumps. Oh, are you I didn't I, know you were I didn't know you were like that on the on the slopes. I man. mean, you I guys, wouldn't say I wouldn't say I'm good off the box jumps. Took a few falls, but it's uh, it's all it's all part of the fun. I uh, I just I, I actually right before we uh, we started this podcast I was watching the video of my of my fall off of the off of the podcast or off the mountain sorry um, but yeah it was fun man we had I had a good time up in Tahoe it was snowing and got back got back to the uh, to the snow sports yep it's that time of year it's this is January it's crazy to think
0: that we, you know we're, we're over 2020 over here so we're moving on it's January it's snowing you know that's good to hear it's good to hear uh, Jack how was your uh, New Year's
2: Oh, it was fantastic. I'm trying to even think what I did. What did I even <laughs> do? Just hung out with Keely. Okay, that's I think good. That's it, you know, just shout out Keely
1: Hamilton. Shout
0: out Keely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's good. Nice, subtle, safe
2: social yeah, distance. Like you didn't, didn't, drive any, didn't drive anywhere because you know yeah. you can't be out driving late on New Year's because of all the drunk drivers. But you know. Okay. You know, stay safe. Sit at home in our safe community of Irvine, California. <laughs>
0: Model citizen, Jack.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, you love to hear it, Scott. How was your How was your New Year's? New Year's was cool. You know, just hanging out with the family. You know, with the dog. Nothing crazy this year. Just Just chilling at home. And nothing. Yeah. Nothing too shabby.
0: That's good. Uh, for my New Year's, I actually went to Yosemite. That was pretty sick. Uh, so yeah i didn't realize yosemite ryan is actually just like across it's like the, it's like the like literally right across from where you're at in san francisco it's just six yeah, hours close. i didn't realize how like short of a drive it actually is yeah. it's actually six hours is not that bad i didn't realize but it's actually two hours from where you're at san francisco in yosemite so i mean northern california is pretty cool uh so shout out all to my shout out to all my northern california friends up there um yeah has had a nice uh safe you know secluded uh, New Year's in Yosemite got to watch some college football. Do you guys have any uh you know any impressions? Any uh anything to say about, you know, Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, anything about that game, anything they, about they, Alabama Ohio State I'm, took it personally.
1: Oh, for sure, bro.
2: I'm actually very surprised. I I, I was expecting a bit, a better battle between the two. Um pleasantly surprised that Clemson just they didn't they just didn't look very good, but all Um, But I'll give a lot of props to Ohio State. They came out, you know, they were being told that they don't deserve to be there. You know, they were thought of the weaker conference coming in. You know, they didn't have enough games. The Big Ten was a joke. And what do you know? They came out and beat number two. So...
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um Clemson really had it coming to him, you know, after Dabo Sweeney was uh, was talking all that stuff. And then, you know, after the game you had Michael Thomas, you had LeBron James, you had all these celebrities that are Ohio State fans, or they attended Ohio State on Dabo's head. You know, yeah, bro. He had it coming to him.
0: Hey, I think honestly, I think Ohio State's gonna win it all. I think this this team kind of reminds me of that 2015 team. They just that team kind of took things personally. Uh, I think this team takes it personally. But my question to you guys is: Do you guys see? Do you guys think uh, Fields is better than Lawrence after what you saw on Saturday? I mean, six touchdowns, six incompletions.
3: So, this, so, the, I've, so I've been watching the two of these guys since high school, and uh-huh. it's always just been these two at the top. And yeah. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the show Elite Eleven, but it's like yeah, yeah, the yeah. top eleven quarterbacks in the entire nation. And Justin Fields actually beat out Trevor Lawrence in the finals. So it's mm-hmm. always it's literally for the last five six years it's been the two of these guys just going at it. So I don't know, like it can go both ways, but everyone's saying that Trevor Lawrence is supposed to have the better career just because of his his arm, his athletic ability, and just like his stature, I guess, you know? Yeah.
1: Also feel like you can't you can't change up the assumption after one game. I mean, Justin feels balled out. Like he Bro. balled out. <laughs> but yeah. like we've been seeing Trevor Lawrence do this all the time. And like Trevor Lawrence got the best of him last season and really Justin Fields has not been a good quarterback this year up until this game like the the big games he's thrown a lot of picks like he hasn't shown much up until now so like i, I don't i don't want to jump on that recency bias and like switch it up but i mean it, it's damn near close like scott said like it is a toss up
3: yeah i mean i think it's i honestly think it's kind of set in stone like trevor's going one uh, Justin's going number two.
0: Unless unless Ryan Day or Urban Meyer goes to Jacksonville, they got the Ohio State poll. You know, I think Justin Fields, if that were the case, I don't think that matters. He's oh, staying really? In LA. You don't know, think like it matters? If he
3: does coach, if, if, he does coach, if Urban Meyer, Meyer coaches, he's staying in L.A.
1: Dude, I read somewhere that the that the only way he'll go to Jacksonville is if they pay him $12 million yeah. a year. I, saw I don't know what the average salary is for NFL coaches, but there's no way in hell it's $12 million a year. That's, to yeah. me, like an insurance policy. Because, like, if you were to fail in the NFL after doing having so much paid. stress in college,
0: you know, at least you have something to, like – at least you can feel good. You can dry your tears with those dollar bills. You feel me? But um, – <laughs> uh. But, uh all right, let's talk about New Year's. But let's let's talk about, let's, let's set sports aside for a second. But um, I'm interested. You know, 2020 was a tough year. I'm not gonna lie for all of us. Um, you know, but I'm really happy. Me personally, I was really happy to just finally like turn the page. You know, flip the calendar, see a new number up there, 2021. So I'm ready to start New Year, New Me. Yeah, you know, that's the that's the. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm not like that. But um, I'm curious. Do you guys have any New Year's resolutions? Personally. Do you guys I'm interested because I'm I'm trying to pick up some for myself, you know?
3: <laughs> for me personally, I do not have any like New Year's resolu- resolutions just because like it's just another day, just another year for me, you know. I kind of just stick with my same routine, like every day, do my own shit, you know. So I don't really and have you, to you going into it, you know? At least that's for me personally.
1: Okay. Interesting right um i got to say i haven't i actually haven't put too much thought into the new year's resolutions this year um but i think my new year's resolution is kind of going to build off of last year. one of them is going to kind of build off of last year just like uh you know for me a big thing for me is just like staying in contact with friends and keeping in touch with like you know those people that are in your life and i feel like you know, we're going 24 seven all the time. And it's so easy to get wrapped up in what's going on right in front of you. And sometimes you got to take a step back and just like reach out to, to your friend or like to your family or whoever it is. Um, so I'm going to say to continue to build and like continue to, to be good at reaching out to friends that I don't necessarily see all the time or people, I guess, in my life that matter to me um, and stuff like that. Um, and then also, you know, finding a new hobby and like really, really get into it. Um, I, I mean, skiing isn't really a new hobby, but I was having a blast on the mountain that's and good. I feeling that it could be, it could be a new like winter winter hobby for me. Um, so I don't know what that, I don't know what that's going to be, but like sticking to it a lot of times, you know, people will be like, Oh, I'm going to go to the gym. And like, I've, I'm guilty of that. And like I'll go, it'll be like two months, and then something happens. Next thing you know, I haven't been to the gym in a month and a half. And I'm like, damn, I gotta start all over again. So I don't really want to make make that resolution again, but
3: I got you, I got you.
1: <laughs> I'm thinking, you know, pick a pick a hobby and uh or like find a new hobby and like
2: really kind of get into it.
0: Jack, let's hear it. Mr. Calhoun, Ooh. 2021
2: is your year. I mean, I'm kind of like the same way as Scott. I really haven't put any thought into this yet, to be honest. I mean, if I had any, it'd be you know to kick ass in school this this year. Oh yeah, congratulations, congratulations once again. Oh,
1: Jack's okay. gonna be the most edumacated man in the group here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> let's hope so. Let's hope it. Let's hope it goes well. But you know, gotta gotta make sure I actually learn stuff. You know, be able to bring it into the real world because you know have not had the opportunity to do that yet. But other than that, I would have to agree with Ryan too on finding a new hobby, I think, especially now, since everything's going to be online. And I mean, who knows when I get an internship, if it's going to be online or if I'm actually going to be able to go into an office, but since I'm just around so much, you know, none of the gyms are open around us in Irvine. And if you want to go to one, you got to pay for one in Newport and it's going to cost you like $150 a month. And shout out to the, the Jay job, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. The J, oh, was the J actually open. J's open, yeah. Really? I haven't really? gone. I
0: haven't gone. My parents want me to stay, you know, low key, but the J's open. So I think oh. the last last time I went was in like late November. Are the basketball courts open at the J? They were for a while, but right now it's just uh just weights. So and good. the weights are outside. So you feel like, you know, I'm, oh. I'm in prison. Feels like back in prison, you know. <laughs> oh
2: playing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, CJ.
0: All right. For me, uh yeah, so physically, I have like I have a few, but physically some of my resolutions. I say this one every year. It doesn't really work out. <laughs> uh get more get more sleep you know i think this past year i gotten 2020 was like my worst year of sleeping ever <laughs> and then also to try and you know i guess to start running more because i know i've noticed like as i've been in college and to this point i've been lifting more but i'm trying to you know get more cut so I'm trying to find balance trying to have healthy habits you know um but gotta start working on that summer bod now yeah exactly exactly so she said you can we're gonna summer so you can't go to the beach (laughs) uh, we're still in quarantine but uh um other than that i also want to be more proactive i'm turning 23 in about two days now so i'll be joining you guys in the 23 club so i gotta be more of an adult so i'm gonna try to do more adult things you know get a job uh you know wear dressy clothes i can't be wearing all these uh street clothes all the time i want to feel like you know, i gotta put all my nice clothes to work so you know that's that's my that's that's what i try to accomplish that's what i'm going to try to accomplish in the year 2021 but uh tying sports into it now uh ryan you brought up this great idea we're going to talk about um uh, you know new year's resolutions for our favorite sports teams so why don't you go ahead and kick it off and tell us you know for your bears and the, your Oregon ducks and whoever else your sons maybe what are your what are your guys's new year's resolutions
1: well, see, my new year's resolution that I came up with for a sports team actually wasn't for one of my teams. I decided to go away from it because I can go on and on about my teams and what they need to do cuz none of them have really been that good for a while lately. So, you know, and the Ducks are Ducks are young. So, I am choosing the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, okay. What is their new year's resolution? This is the year that they pick a plan and they stick to it and they go all in on it. They don't go half ass on it. They go all in and they see it pay off for the next 10 years. These guys have 11 draft picks this year with the number one overall pick. They're going to get a new head coach and they have a hundred million dollars in cap space this year, if not more. So they're going to draft their franchise quarterback Mm -hmm. They should build around him and maybe draft an offensive lineman next Mm -hmm. and maybe a wide receiver. Mm -hmm. James Robinson's pretty nice. They can keep him, but they need to build around him. And if the the plan for them isn't Trevor Lawrence, which – to so most people, it doesn't really make sense, and they want to stick with Gardner Minshew. They need to stick with it, and they need Hell to – Hell no. It. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, whatever the plan is, they need to stick with it and go 100% on it. I get you. Because this get is you. the year where they have the ability to, with the cap space, they can sign big free agents, and with the draft picks, they have 11 of them. I mean, they could literally pick an entire new defense or an entire new offense or – you know they can fix any any problem really that they have on their draft pick. So yeah. that's my New Year's resolution for the Jacksonville Jaguars: pick a plan and stick with it. I
0: appreciate that. You know you got to show Jacksonville some love. We're on the other side of the country, so you know you got to show some love. Appreciate I like- that. Do you guys have any opinions on Jacksonville and what they should do? I mean, other than draft a quarterback, I think it's pretty obvious that. I, think, going there.
3: I I really do think it's going to come down to just coaching for them. I think that's just how it is in the NFL. Like You need a good coach, and we see that year in and year out. And I think that's just really what it's going to come down for them. So they just need to find the right guy, and they just need to stick with them, like Ryan said. Good facts. Jack?
2: Oh, man. Well, I think I'm going to be fighting by the seat of my pants because I don't really have any New Year's resolutions. But I'm going to go with a New, year- New Year's resolution for the Pac-12 Oh, just okay. In general. The Pac-12 has been very, very average and underwhelming the past few years. Uh-huh. And they've only been declining. And I think the bowl season this year, I mean, the Pac-12 well, got two games, not even competitive in both of them. I mean, it, it's just sad. It's it's really sad. And coming from, you know, even Ryan said the uh, Big 12 is was probably the least uh, – uh, what was it like? What's the word like I'm looking for? The least, like, the least
1: talented from top to bottom.
2: Yeah, least talented pop top to bottom. And the Pac-12 comes in and gets destroyed by them. You know, it, it wasn't even a competition. It wasn't even funny. But anyways, and that's not even just football. Like, that's even basketball. Like, we've seen, you know, o- Oregon or something like that will have a good run. But other than that, I mean, the Pac-12 has just been terrible. So what I want to see from the Pac-12 is that what I want to see bigger balls. These guys play like pansies they play like pansies they i i mean they just get bullied they get bullied and they're they're and then when they play like you said they play each other then they lose i don't know they just they they none of them look like they have any fire none of them look like they want to do anything and just at the end of the day i want to see i want to see a more competitive pac 12 again
0: i want to so speak on this to... because i want to speak on this because um you know as a usc fan You know, I listen to, I'm a really dedicated USC fan. So I listen to like uh, pressers and message boards and whatnot. And the reason why the Pac-12 is so weak in football, and I've said this before, on like various, like three different episodes. I've said this because the reason why the Pac-12 is so weak is because it's, it's, you know, it's poster child, which is USC because they're the traditional powerhouse. They're ass. They're bad. So that's why I think you know the comp- the level of standard and you know what we need to shoot for is not very good right now. So that's why everybody beats each other. And and, and you can make the case in basketball too because UCLA is the blue blood, right? And yeah, uh, yeah. they're ass. So yeah, they are. Um, I will say though that the Pac-12 basketball is actually a lot better than than it gets credit for. It's actually not that bad. I don't think conferences really mean that much. And I don't know, but uh, I will say though that you know this you know, the, the the difference in play between different conferences, I think speaks to, you know, how, I think it's crazy to think like, you know, guys, you see, you know, Scott, you know, you played against, you've played Juco football. You know, that the guys like from the South, they're just built different. You know, they're more offensive defensive line. Well, in California, you're more based on skill positions and whatnot. So, you know, it's, it's crazy to see like how geographically, um, you know, the types of play that we see is all different. So. That's yeah. a great point, Jack. I like
3: that. That is a good point. And I actually do think, I think if anything, that resolution could come true this year just because of how competitive it's going to be this year in the pack with Corey Foreman sounding with USC, with Oregon having the best recruiting class they ever gonna they ever have had, and Washington, ASU are all in the top 25 in recruiting classes. You know, So I think that the pack is going to get a lot more competitive, but something that we might also see again is that they're just going to be beating each other. You know what yeah. I mean? Is we're not going to have like that number one team going all the way. To the oh, top trust
0: team. me, I, I believe that right. the latter because of Clay. But go ahead, continue. But right. yeah.
3: <laughs> to get into my resolution, my resolution is going to be for the Oregon Ducks because I do believe if there is a year that next year is the year that they can make it into the playoffs, just with Shuck coming back. I think Sh- I you you sent me that picture and Shuck was. Like, I'm supposed to be yeah. a top six or seven in the Heisman. I don't know about all that. But, I like, think
0: Brown is a better quarterback for for the Jets. Yeah.
3: But, you yeah. know, and, I mean, and we're going to have Butterfield. We're going to have a, our quarterback room next year is going to be insane. Yeah. But like, it's gonna be sad, you know, yeah. we were the youngest team in college football this year. We won the pack. You know, our bull game wasn't, wasn't very impressive at all. But, I mean, like, I don't know. It gave these kids some confidence. And I think that going into next season, like, they're going to bring it. You know, they're going to be hungry. Hungrier than ever, and they're going to just fucking bring it. And they're going to have the talent to back it up, for sure.
1: I completely agree with you. I think next year – I mean, they open up against Ohio State next year in Columbus. Hopefully. I think they will, but yeah. So if they win that game, they basically set themselves up straight, oh, yeah. for, straight for the playoff. And like, like you said, being the youngest team this season was almost a blessing in disguise for us, only being – six games or whatever it was because it basically was like a test run to get these guys experience and ready for the full season next year yeah Uh, um because who knows what would have happened in a 12 game season if they're bad what happens to their confidence what do they change like do they think you know what i mean yeah like Mm -hmm. so I i think you're right i think you're right like next year is definitely the year that the Pac-12 might be back in the playoff.
3: I do actually agree with that. I think I really do believe it's either going to be SC or Oregon next year in the playoff number four spot. Uh, I'll
1: tell you right now.
0: Until, until
3: we make we get
2: rid of the play.
3: until until something <laughs> happens,
1: <laughs> bro. to play, play get them to the playoff. It's, it's gonna. Not, be... <laughs> <what>? <laughs> I thought you were on board with me, and now you're just. Well, I mean, I, I saw they played against Oregon, like. I I, 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 if they fired Clay, I would not disagree with that decision at at okay. all. all right. But That's good all
0: right. So speaking on Clay, uh, my New Year's resolution uh, for USC, I have a few. I'll, I'll I have, we'll say two. Uh, so for one, actually, I'll go three. For one, the USC Trojans um, make football a priority again. You know, uh, it comes down to the administration. So I think everybody knows, everybody and their mother knows that Clay is not it, not for the, not the man for the job,
3: except um, for Ryan. Uh, hey, Except for well, Ryan, hey, I, I think Ryan hey,
0: Humboldt, Ryan, I've Humboldt. changed my mind on this. I'm okay yeah. with letting him go. <laughs> no, I think it's the administration. The administration. I think, uh, what a lot of you guys don't know is the the backstory. The reason why Clay may still be the reason why Clay is probably still the USC coach is because of the off the field issues that has been faced with the university in terms of you know like Aunt, the Aunt Becky scandal. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So they have a lot of they can't really pay afford. Uh, a head coach right now so that's why they kind of just want to keep clay through his contract but you know as a sports fan um you know if y- <laughs> you go under any usc tweet and it's all fire clay you know usc's lost its luster this this and this uh, but you know my resolution for usc is to you know make football a priority again and that's what drives in first of all that's what drives in students and attention and you know if you want your school to do well use your football program as like
3: mm-hmm. what uh
0: you know, to, to do that. Um, but yeah, you know, just, you know, make it a priority. Yeah, I
3: think Oregon is like the perfect example of that.
0: Yeah, exactly. The, the fact how the way Oregon has grown, not only football, but like the way the school itself, all the
3: facilities. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Um, you know, but listen to your fan base, you know, they're pissed off right now. So just try and listen to them, you know, try and see where they're coming from uh, for the Rams, uh completely different conversation. The Rams, I would say entertain the possibility of, you know, I would say for the Rams, your New Year's resolution is to um, try new things. <laughs> Let's just say it that way. Um, Jared Goff, your playoff run is going to be dependent on how far this man takes you. I don't think he could take us to the Super Bowl, Is he bro, playing right? next week? Very unlikely. So he's going to get a pass. He's going to get the clay pass for this. But, um, you know, try new things, L.A. Rams. I mean, there are some good quarterbacks out there. Um, you know, Sam Darnold might get kicked out of, uh, of, the, of the Jets, Carson kicked out of New Mines. York. So. Carson Wentz, um, explore new things. You know, that's Cam just Newman? my advice. Cam Newton? Oh, <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, let's start the <laughs>
3: uh, we're going
0: for the, um,
3: uh,
0: for the Jets. All right. Here's a fun one for the Jets. Um, my advice to you is, you know, or my new year's resolution for you. How do I make this more general? Uh, <laughs> Just say. I, I don't want to say stay the course. I don't <laughs> want to say stay the course. But the Jets build around Sam, man. You, the reason you drafted him for a reason. You drafted Darnold for a reason. Just try and build around him.
3: That's what I would okay. Say so, too.
0: I would say the resolution. If I were to put it in resolution, you know, talk language, work on improve yourself. Just do you, <laughs> you know. So, draft Penae Sewell. There's a lot of hype around him. Probably the best offensive alignment to come out of you know a draft class in a long time. Um, future Pro Bowler. Build around that man. So those are my resolutions. Those are my three years' resolution for uh, three sports teams that I mentioned. But um, let's move on now. Let's talk about a, a crazy performance that we saw last night from Jack's favorite player, favorite point guard in the NBA, and Ryan's least favorite <laughs> uh, player, I guess. Stephen Curry put up a career-high 62 points. I think this should be addressed. Jackie, of the floor. Say what you need to say. Oh, I mean,
2: what is there else to say? I mean, you know, he was hearing a lot of backlash on, you know, his ability or his inability to play well now that he doesn't have a couple of superstars behind him. And what did he do? He showed up and he said, shut the hell up. I am Stephen Curry. I am the greatest or I'm the best point guard in the league right now. (laughs) <laughs> and drop sixty-two on the Blazers' heads. especially after Dame opened up his mouth too, which is kind of funny. What
0: did Dame? How did Dame, What did he did, say? Did, well, did he, he say something?
2: I think he he said something. He said something on the longs lines of like, um, uh, it's looking a lot different from hit for him now. You know, he doesn't. Ha- he said basically what Ryan said. You know, like, oh, he doesn't have superstars with him. so didn't he can
3: I don't. I didn't see this quote. <laughs> Jackie's just making Jackie <laughs> coming so up stuff on the spot. Let me let me find the let me coming find
0: up the with quote this for on you guys. the spot. <laughs> uh, you find
2: it, you find it. But, but
0: Scott, do you want to comment on
2: this? Here, real here, quick? here and then I'll I'll take the floor again. But just go ahead.
3: Well, I I'll, I give my respect to Seth, You know, like. I remember we had this conversation last week. Um, Ryan kind of filled me in on your guys' debate, you and Jack. I agree with Ryan when he said that Steph couldn't lead the Warriors to a championship, which I honestly still agree with. If it's just him, him and Draymond, I don't Mm -hmm. think that that duo can get them to a championship, especially with how talented the league is right now, with all of these dynamic duos um, scattered around both conferences, you know. But I do believe that Steph is still a top two point guard in the league. And I I think that's like without question right now. I really do believe it's just between Dame and Steph and then everybody else is kind of like behind. I, I would throw Trey like a little bit in like following them, but I don't think it's close like the next point guard. You know what I mean?
0: I would put Kyrie over Trey, but...
3: Um, oh yeah, all right. I didn't think about Kyrie. Kyrie, yeah, Kyrie.
0: With point NBA point guards, it's kind of like the tight end debate. You got Waller and you got... Well, oh, this year at least, you got Waller and you got Kelsey. They're in a tier of their own, and then you got everybody else. That's how I see the point guard, um, you know, floor right now. But um, before I let Ryan go off on this conversation, um, I, I last night I was watching it and I was thinking to myself, like, Nah, Dame can't like Steph can't be the number one point guard after one game, right? You can't really put him at the top spot. But the fact that this man was probably hearing us talk all that smack about, you know, Steph hasn't looked good this year um you know Steph can't lead a team on his own and the fact that he pretty much carried the team last night to a victory on a back to back against the same team and put up a career high 62 points that to me speaks volumes i really value players who are like who take things personally and they act on it so i've seen Dame do the same stuff and that's the reason why i kind of said Dame was the number one point guard uh, back in june but you know after last night i think i I'm going to take back my statement. I've told friends in the past that Steph or Steph is no longer the best, but then 24 hours later he does that. Steph it's is the best player in the DJ. NBA right now.
3: It's one game, relax.
2: It's one game, but the like fact I that guys, he James
3: loves Steph, but I still think Dame, I still think Dame's number 1 in my opinion. Cuz it's not like know. Dame's having bad games too. Dame, I think Dame Steph's has, still got it. Dame hasn't I was- even
2: been the best player on his team this year so far. I mean, CJ has Shut up. Really CJ, uh, CJ's right, been playing right. really well. So, to follow CJ.
3: up on that, CJ has been looking, like, really good. Like, he's mm-hmm. looking like an all-star right now, but at the same time, Dame's still popping off. He's still dropping 34, yeah. 32, yeah. like, all these 30-point games, you know? So it's like...
2: CJ's right up there with him right now. CJ's had some... In the
3: now, CJ's always
0: games. been good. CJ's always been, like...
3: CJ has been slept on, you know? He wants that all-star this year, you know?
0: Yeah, I'm surprised he hasn't gotten one yet, but you know, hopefully this year. But uh, Ryan... Let's hear it. Your opinion. <laughs> Do You want to eat your words right now or what?
1: <laughs> Let's hear it. Eat my words, bro. It was one game. It was one like I you you guys sit like I hate I hate when you guys like text me and you're like Steph popping off Ryan you're pissed
3: and I'm like dude I literally
1: said on the podcast that he was the best point guard in the league I'm like I don't know why like what like I, like I don't get it. But, I mean, I, mean so- I do get it because I, I definitely throw more hate towards Steph than the rest of you guys. I mean, especially Jack. Jack's in love with the man. But, um, I I mean, like, he's he's a great player. I don't think I've ever not said that. Um, he, he dropped 62. I think we all can agree that we all thought and knew that he had the ability to do so, and especially on a roster where he doesn't have, like, play and other people maybe putting up or have that ability that more of those opportunities might come his way this year. Um, But he popped, I mean, he popped off. He had a great game. He can shoot the ball lights out and we know what he can do when he shoots the ball lights out. It it was one game. Does that take away what I said earlier? No. I I mean, I agree with you, Scotty. It was one game. Like he could easily, like he could easily next game. I mean, I know, I think tonight he put up like 30 again or yesterday put up like 30, but, you know, he could easily not play this well in two days and like, go back to what happened. Like who, who knows, but from what it looks like is maybe he's figured out how to play with these guys and what he maybe needs to do. Who knows, but no, I'm not going to eat my words yet. I still am going to stick to it because it was one game. All
0: right. All right. Respectable. We'll see right now. The score is one to one Dean versus Steph. So, you know, we'll see a very impressive performance. I think Steph Curry is still it. Uh can't sleep on them we'll see how the rest of the season goes but um all right what do you guys want to talk about now do you guys want to talk about the philly the philadelphia eagles briefly or do you guys want to talk right into jump into uh nfl playoff preview let's going to the nfl playoff preview yeah let's go all right let's do it so right now we're gonna break down wild card weekend i don't know about you guys but the i
3: don't Bears know about you guys bad, <laughs> all, all right, right we're gonna have to we're gonna have to lower the audio <laughs> oh on <that> one. gosh <laughs> Oh but, my uh, gosh! Goes eight and eight in his hype. Hey, I'm
2: happy. Hey, hey you, I'm you, happy. A losing <laughs> streak. You are. You have lost. Yeah, Scott, in see a row. your first
1: round exit with us.
3: Hey, Jack. When was the last time y'all made y'all had a twelve game? One uh, twelve game. Doesn't 80. matter. Hey, how can I many Super Bowls do you guys have? How uh, many Super Bowls uh, do you have? Yeah, we still have the greatest team ever to play a game, so it's okay. That's what I thought. That's DJ. All right. You've got six rings over here. I don't you know. know about that's, you guys. That's the past. Bro. We're
2: talking about the present. That's hey, when was the last past. time
3: y'all won? All right. When was the last time y'all won
1: this shit? Hey, 1985, baby. That's Party right. Right. That's, still, <laughs> that's still the past. Greatest NFL team.
2: Baby. 1985.
0: I was negative 13 years old. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, go ahead, TJ. You yeah. can
1: introduce the segment now. All
0: right. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but this is the most excited I've been about, uh, like, for the playoff field. A. I like all the teams that are in this in this uh, playoff field. I think all of these teams are really fun to watch. They all have a legit chance of winning it all. And the Bears – no, I'm just kidding. I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then also all of our teams got in. So the Steelers won the AFC North. Or, yeah, the AFC North. The Bears are in the wild card, and the Rams are in the wild card. So I'm happy. Congratulations. Snaps to us. We, yeah, we made all it. All our teams. So all our teams made it. This should be a very fun playoff, and I'm really excited to start talking about it. So – how do you guys feel about the field? Are you guys excited? I mean, this is the most excited I've been for the NFL playoffs in a long time.
1: So,
3: I'm hyped. I think it's gonna be so fun to watch. Yeah. I'm so hyped about this
1: week. And I agree. I agree. I think I think we might see uh, some greats' last games too, which is kind yeah. of hard to think about. Um, are you talking
0: about Breeze because the Bears are gonna beat
1: them? <laughs> no, well, I'm not saying. I'm not, no, 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 no. I'm not necessarily saying this week. But I'm saying in the playoffs. I mean, this could be the last uh, time we yeah. see Drew Brees play. This could be the last time we see some some greats play. How Which would you is, feel like, about
0: How would you feel about the Bears ending Brees's? You know, putting it mean, Bears
1: fan. To... So I would I would be happy. But like, <laughs> I mean, I, I Drew Brees is is in the goat discussion, in my opinion. True. Uh, True. I mean, I don't know. I would. Lo- I, I personally would – like, if the Bears are going to lose, I'd, I'd like – I mean, I'm okay with them losing to the Saints and then the Saints going on to win the Super Bowl because I want to see Drew Brees get a ring like and retire that way. But if the Bears win, of course, dude, of course I'm rooting for the Bears. Of course I'm going to be stoked for them. So, like
0: – Let's talk about um, the set. Sa- – we'll start off with the Saturday games. Uh, I want to get your guys' impression on – the very first game that we're going to see on Saturday, which is the Buffalo Bills and the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, The Bills are favored by uh, 6.5 points over under 51.5. So it should be a pretty high-scoring game,
2: and the Bills are favored at home. Thoughts? Phillip Rivers is not a playoff quarterback. So (laughs) Buffalo
3: is
2: is 100% winning. Mm -hmm.
0: This is going to be a fun matchup. This is going to be a fun matchup because both teams are – uh indianapolis likes to run the ball uh i like the way they play football they're physical got one of the best offensive lines in the game one of the best defenses in the game ryan they were on your fantasy team i thought right the defense yes sir and then i like buffalo because they line up with three tight ends and they do like some play action they throw the ball a lot with josh allen one of the most fun players to watch in the nfl so i mean we're just talking about we're just talking about you know how this game's gonna go but ryan how do you uh how do you see this game
1: going. I think I think the Colts keep it close, but the mm-hmm. the Bills are going to win. Um yeah. Bills are going to win a close one, like 24-21 or something like that. 24-21.
0: Yeah. Jack, what was your score prediction?
2: Ooh, um let's let's go something out of the box here. Let's go like let's go like 31 to like 20. 31 to 20. Okay. 30-20. Scott,
0: your impression on the game? Um, Things to look out for. We gotta, we gotta fill the, we gotta fill the viewers in,
3: right? You know. What yeah, I mean? yeah, so yeah. What to look for. All right. So the only way the Colts are going to win this game is if they're forcing turnovers. This Indianapolis Colts defense is really good. They've been good all year, but their offense has been the biggest question. Um, over this past month, though, we've really seen Jonathan Taylor like turn up. Like big yeah. time, and they're gonna lean on him a lot. Him and Naheem Hines, just because Philip Rivers, he just doesn't have it. You know, I think this should be his last year in the league. He's old. I'm t- t- at, at ass, the beginning of the season, but tired of watching that fucking sidearm throw, bro. Um, you know, I think that that offense would really benefit from his absence. So, uh, oh, jeez. Yeah, so I think that the only way Indianapolis may <laughs> maybe past this game is if uh, their defense carries them to a win. So with that being said, I got the Bills winning. Let's see. Um we'll go twenty we'll go thirty four to
2: seventeen.
3: Oh wow. Oh, that's
2: very okay. close. That's close to mine. Very close to mine.
3: I got um
0: so my score prediction, I'm gonna go Bills 34-21. Um, you know, Buffalo, this is their first you know, they, they haven't made the playoffs a lot in the recent year, you know, in the last couple decades or so. But I think this is one team that they're all really excited about. You know, Josh Allen, you know, they talk about Buffalo, right? Uh, I listen to a lot of the media and sports media. They're saying Buffalo is the team that's most likely to beat Kansas city. Um, I want to see that. I I like Buffalo. They're a sleeper team in my opinion. I feel like a lot of people just, I think a lot of people just pick Kansas city. So uh, I'm going to go 34, 21 or what did I say? 31, 24. One of those uh <laughs> Buffalo <laughs> but um yeah uh, moving on on Saturday we got my hometown actually this is I gotta say this guys this is a hard one. my two favorite teams conference or division rivals the Seattle Seahawks and Los Angeles Rams uh Saturday at one o'clock West Coast time the Seahawks are favored by four and a half points over under is 42. I'm not sure if Goff's going to play, so I honestly like Scott said. I think the Rams might be better off without Goff. I don't know because you're relying on your run game with uh, with um, Cam Akers. and you know Wolford's very mobile. We kind of saw that on on Sunday, so I'd be really interested to see like how he were to perform if he were to start. But I can't really make a prediction right now. I'm too torn by the two teams. You know, what do you guys? How do you guys
1: see this game? Going. I think the only way that the Rams win this game is if their defense carries them. Um during the regular season, we've seen Russell Wilson struggle against this Rams defense. Like he he honestly did not play well against them, um, and he kept that high powered offense in check. Um, so I, I think that's the only that that like Scott said, it's kind of the same thing with Indianapolis. The only way that that I see the Rams winning is if their defense takes them. Yeah, I mean the Seahawks have been there before. So,
0: so uh, what is your score? What is your who do you think's winning?
1: And what's your score prediction? Um, I think I, I honestly think the Rams defense actually holds on to Seattle up until the very end, and then they they kind of pull away like in the last couple minutes, just like you know Rams force something, they get an interception or whatever. So I'm gonna go 31. Uh, twenty, Seattle. Oh, okay, all right. Jack,
2: really quick. I I feel like ha- hasn't Russ been like struggling, like especially like the second half of the season? Hasn't he? Yeah, been struggling he has. A lot? Yeah. Uh, now, he almost lost me in my fantasy championship. Part of me, <laughs> part of me wants to say like he's gonna flip a switch because it's the playoffs. But I don't know. Like like you said, he's been struggling against this Rams defense. Um, so i don't know because you can see different player you can see a different player come out so what i'm gonna say is that i this is the first time i actually want the rams to win i'm just gonna put that out there because i like i dislike dislike the seahawks seahawks even more so i want (laughs) the rams to win where does that come Uh, from where does that dislike come from i'm curious i can't even remember (laughs) okay all right. I can't remember. I just remember one time they I feel like uh, you just
0: dislike every team. I don't know.
2: No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Just, <laughs> all, all the LA teams. Yes, yes, CJ. Okay, anyway, but um, okay, but I'm just gonna say Russell Wilson's Wilson Russell Wilson's gonna flip a switch and he's gonna have a really good game. Well, he's gonna have a solid game. He's gonna have just enough to win them the game, and it's gonna be a 24-21 victory for the Seahawks. Wow, okay. a close one.
3: Mhm. Um well I mean at the beginning of the season I did say that the Seahawks are coming out of the NFC so I'm going to stick with that. Um I have them beating the um Rams by 10 points. I don't know what the score is going to be, but I have them up 10 and I think that Russ is going to have a big game. I think that that defense is going to force a lot of turnovers. Um whether it's Goff, whether it's whoever their backup is, um and I think DK is going to turn up on jalen D.K.'s going to really, yeah. Because I
0: think, I think you know the 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 Seahawks they opened up the season hot. They came out firing. They let Russ cook, quote unquote. And then you know the pan got cold. You know everybody started <laughs> to figure them out. The food got cold. So uh, I kind of felt that way when they played the Rams for the first time. They kind of fizzled out a little bit. You know uh, Ramsey had a good game against DK. So. But, you know, I think the team goes as far as Goff takes you. And I just don't think Goff is built for the playoffs. I've, I've been saying this. Uh, but regardless, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I'm going to go 31-27 Seattle. I have to go up against my LA team. But, uh, you know, I think just think Seattle has a better team. But it's going to be close, I feel like. it going to be high-scoring too. So, alright, moving on. The next Saturday game we got here. We got a pretty good game, actually. We got the Washington football team hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, five uh, fifteen on Saturday. The Bucks are favored by a touchdown. Uh, what do you guys think about this game?
1: Dude, the Bucks are not- gonna blow them out. Really? 45 I don't know though. I don't They're know about Forty five twenty. Buccaneers. Tom Brady, the goat, is gonna go on the the uh, the Washington football team. And I think it. I think this is this. Is honestly, I thought about this game. This is what I think is going to happen. I think it's going to be close in the first half. And second half, Tom Brady's coming out. He said enough is enough, and we're gonna we're gonna see it take away. I'm going 45-20 bucks.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Scott, you said you know, you're not sure about that prediction.
3: So I mean, I think it's gonna be a low scoring game for the most part. I'm going 24-13 bucks, but you also have to realize like Mike Evans is out. Um, this Washington defense is insane, especially mm-hmm. their D-line, and they're going to be getting to Tom, um, and they're going to be forcing some turnovers. But, yeah, I, I still got the Bucks, um going to the next round.
2: Ooh, well, I've, I've seen Tom Brady be turning up lately. He's been uh, passing extremely well, and it's just in time for the playoffs. So Bucks are throwing up 42 points, oh. and- They are. How much is Washington going to put up? It's going to be two (laughs) points. Six. Six? Six? No. Who said six? If Washington wants any chance. No, no, no.
3: I would say this. If Washington Washington has any chance of winning, they need Alex Smith to play. Yeah. Is he hurt right now? Yeah, he was hurt.
0: Okay.
1: That's fact.
0: All right, so uh, I think we're sleeping a little bit on Washington's defensive line or the defensive line at least I think they're gonna get to Brady um you know Washington hasn't been in the pl- in the playoffs in a long time I think they're gonna take advantage of this opportunity and let me just say this Brady I've we've seen so much of this thing but with Brady is like he always runs into a team where you know it's not that good but he plays you know pretty like whatever it's not always great. He needs an ugly win. They get by, but he wins and he gets praised as the GOAT for it. It's annoying, but I think <laughs> this is going to be the same exact type of game. I think it's going to be 21 to 13. I think it's going to be an ugly game, but we're going to praise him as the GOAT afterward and he's going to advance to the next round. And, you know, they're just the Bucks just were so hard to watch sometimes. I think because I think a lot of it had to do with uh, the fact that I had Godwin on my fantasy teams and the fact that, you know, the offense was kind of anemic at times, but. Yeah, it's going to be one of those ugly wins that he's going to get by. All right, moving on to Sunday's games. We got uh, the Baltimore Ravens visiting the Tennessee Titans. Scott, the AFC North versus uh, the Tennessee Titans here.
3: What do you think? I think that this is going to be a really good game. <clears throat> okay. um, gosh, I don't even know how this game could literally go either way. Um, honestly, I think the Titans are going to take this game. Really? Um, I think that Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill are going to go off. Um, Ravens defense, I don't think they can stop Derrick Henry. And Derrick Henry has all this momentum coming off of his 2,000-yard season. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, but I think it's going to be a close one. I got the Titans. We'll go 28-24.
2: Okay. I like that one. I like that score. Um, I'm going to have to agree. I think it's going to be a hard-fought battle all the way through. But then I think that Tennessee is going to kind of pull away in the end, so they'll probably end up winning by 10, I would assume. So I'm going to say like 24,
0: 34. Dang, y'all sleeping on El Freaky, huh? On Lamar Jackson? What's like? What's the, what's the problem with the Ravens? You guys don't think the Ravens are going to win this at all, both of you?
2: Uh, no. I mean, Oh, Ryan, you're shaking your head too? I mean, the, if we saw what <laughs> happened last year, I mean, you know, unless we can prove us wrong, but I think it's going to be kind of like the same result, you know? I mean, it's possible. It's definitely
3: we'll possible. Ryan, let's hear
1: it. It's the rematch that the Ravens wanted. Oh, no, wait. I forgot about they're, that. They're going to lose again. Um, I think the Tennessee Titans are like the Ravens kryptonite. They, they The Ravens, like, they just have their number. And like Scott said, Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill are going to pop off. Um, I think it's going to be a hard-fought game. It's going to be a little bit of an old-school ground and pound physical game and i think that the titans have that edge and i think that they're going to win and i think they're going to put up uh i don't know man sometimes the titans weirdly pop off for like 40 points but i don't think it's going to be that i think it's going to be like 24 21 or something like that i don't know
0: okay all right I like it. I mean, you guys all pick the Titans. I got to be honest with you guys. I really haven't watched Tennessee play this year, so I haven't really gotten to watch Derrick Henry. So I'm really excited. I'm really excited to watch this game. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm i interested to see how they use Lamar. I want to see how – because they ran the ball a lot on uh, this past Sunday. I'm interested to see how well they throws the ball, considering how poorly he did it last year. You know, if the Ravens come out and they take this game personally, like the, the same way Ohio State did against Clemson from last year – uh, we could see a totally different game here. But, you know, Mike Vrabel is a tough guy, defensive-minded guy. I think they have uh, something up their sleeve against the Ravens. So I don't understand how they can score 32 points, but I'm going to go 32 to 24. So that's my uh, prediction. All right, moving on. Next game, we got the... We got the New Orleans Saints versus your Chicago Bears.
1: Let's do it. Let's talk about it. I want I want the Bears fans to talk first. Let's go. go. The Bears are back in the playoffs. They're feeling good. We don't need to worry about last week. Packers. It's okay. It's okay. We don't need to. to You're in. You're in. We're in, baby. We're in. We played the Saints already in the regular season, and we barely lost in overtime, and that was when bum-ass Nick Foles was quarterback, and you know oh, what? He okay. started off okay. I was feeling good, and then, man, did he just suck. Bears offense was not clicking then. I think we're, they, they're a completely different team now. They got energy. Um, they're playing with some pride. They believe in themselves. Mitch Trubisky's a new quarterback out there slinging the ball around. The guys believe in him. Um, I think I, I honestly think the Bears have a chance, depending on how their defense plays. They're banged, they're banged up. All right. It, this game could come down to injuries. You know, the Bears are without Jalen Johnson. They're potentially without Roquan Smith, who should have been in the Pro Bowl and was snubbed. But okay. it is what it is. So I, I think it'll be interesting. I mean, the Saints might be without Alvin Kamara, depending on how his COVID tests turn out. So that's an interesting thing. I is Michael Thomas playing? No. Maybe. He should be back. He should be, back. he should be back. If he is playing, that's that's a huge weapon for him. So I think it'll be it'll be interesting to see, you know, who's healthy and whatnot. But I think the Bears are gonna be able to sneak it out
0: 31-30. Oh. And maybe- kick yeah, is it gonna be a kick? Is it gonna be a field goal, you think? That
1: would be quite quite the way to move on with a field goal. <laughs> um, You're like, I don't know if
0: my heart could take that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know if we could take that. But, I I mean, the Bears are going to win. They're going to have to execute on all cylinders, not do what they love to do and, and beat themselves. You know, clean football, no turnovers, no penalties. Defense playing their asses off, keeping them, you know, defense doing what that defense can do. Khalil Mack turning up, you know what it is. So, I think, I think they have a legitimate shot, honestly, especially with the way that they played the Saints earlier in the year and how they played them. Um, I'm going
2: 31-30 Bears. Duh, Bears. All right, Jack. All right, well, here's the thing is that, you know, I think we're also dealing with Drew B- Brees here, obviously one of the GOATs, and he's obviously going to make the necessary adjustments coming into this game, number one. You know he's, he's preparing himself a lot. To come up against this Bears defense and he's gonna find out ways to um to score. But then again, you know, we have seen some underwhelming performances from the Saints in the playoffs. Uh-huh. Let years, them know. Let which, them know. Jay. Which is a great concern when it comes to them. So honestly, I think Chicago, you know, having Definitely gaining some confidence over these past few weeks. Again, forget last week, I mean, against <laughs> against Green Bay. But, you know, weeks before, they, they have a little swag in their steps. I think they're ready. You know, we're finally in the playoffs. So, honestly, let's go with uh, – I'm going to go with a close one. We're going 17 to 20 Bears. Oh, okay.
0: Scott, you shaking your head over there.
3: Bro, this game's not even going to be close. <laughs> like, you guys are really saying that this game's going to be close. Hey, the Bears gotta, have a chance. Hey, coming up with all these excuses. Like, bro, come on. Like, this be hey, Scott, Scott this year. Bears got a de- run game
1: now, baby.
0: Bro, you're
3: not even supposed to be in the playoffs. <laughs> like, come on.
0: Scott, in their defense, though, in their defense, <laughs> the Saints weren't supposed to lose that game to Minnesota last year, and they weren't supposed to lose to uh, Minnesota the year before, I think it was,
3: or a yeah, couple I mean, years before. All right, I but, mean, like, also, Minnesota doesn't have Mitch Trubisky as their quarterback. You know, like, come hey, on, now.
2: hey, turn <laughs> it up, bro. Mitches look can't good. him over the last couple of weeks.
1: Mitches look good, expect man. Expect him over his last couple
3: of weeks. All right, we well, need to, I mean, wait until
2: just... we get to your team, Scott. Oh, okay. Oh god. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, I really don't think that this game's going to be close. You know, like, what what week did you guys play the Saints?
1: And it was in the middle uh, of the season. It was like that week, was the Javon it was wins. In our, it was in our losing streak. Yeah. It was like week seven, maybe week all week right. Eight. So
0: no, no,
3: no five, no, and, no, five no, and one no, or four no, no, week eight, week no, nine. No, no, so that was the no chain Mike, game, right? No That's Michael Thomas, game, right?
1: No Michael Thomas. But we had Nick Foles at quarterback and no running and Matt Nagy calling the plays.
3: All right. Well, so if the Saints are fully healthy, all right, all right. So I'll give you guys this. If they're not healthy, if there's no Alvin Kamara, if there's no Michael Thomas. I can easily see you guys upsetting them, but like if the Saints are healthy, like you guys, honestly, I just don't see any. I don't see a chance. I really don't see a chance. You know, I think this, Drew Brees. This isn't be his last go around. You know, I think he doesn't want to leave in the first round, especially to freaking Chicago Bears. You know what I mean? Hey man, the this Saints is, are
0: the <laughs> Saints are the Paul George of, uh, <laughs> of NFL playoff teams, bro. I, yeah, I, I just we- think. We yeah. can't gas up them up. Get, we can't gas them up in the regular season because you know in the re- in the postseason something's gonna happen. Bro, so
3: if if the Saints are healthy, in this game it's 38-17 Saints. It's damn. a wrap. Wow. It's a wrap. All right. <laughs> All right.
0: I'm going thirty one twenty four. I'm sorry, guys. I, I'm gonna be rooting for you guys. I'm gonna be rooting for the Bears. I think it'd be cool to see uh, you know Mitch do well. Um, I'm going thirty one twenty four Saints. Um, I want to see Drew Brees win one too. You know, I want to see him win a Super Bowl in his last year. That would be cool. But um, I'm rooting for you guys. It'd be cool to see Chicago good again. You know, um, but I'm being realistic. Uh, I think it's gonna be a good game though. All right, moving on. All right, this is our last one. This is our last one, Scott. Your Pittsburgh Steelers hosting the Cleveland Browns. I think this is a, this is gonna be a scary game actually because uh, what was your record against the Browns this year? Was it one and one? Yeah, one and one. We didn't we,
3: we set all of or we said Ben week seventeen.
0: Yeah, you said Ben week seventeen, but this is the Browns' first time in the playoffs since nineteen what was it two thousand yep. two?
3: Two thousand two, yeah. Uh, two thousand right, right, well, <laughs>
0: two. if I were them, I would make the most of this opportunity because so the know. thing
3: is is like I really would not be surprised if the Browns win this game. Okay. Like I've I've said this the entire season. This team, the Steelers team, relies on Ben. They're gonna go as far as Ben takes them, and in all honesty, Ben does not have it either, bro. He's old. He can't move anymore. He has he has a he has an arm like he's smart. He's like I don't he he's won a couple Super Bowls. Like I'll give him all that. Like his his I don't know. He just I, we'll see what happens. Um Steelers did lose by 2 points 24-22 this past weekend. They had Mason Rudolph. And we know about Mason Rudolph, you know what I mean? Trash ass Mason He's Rudolph. He's terrible. He's ass. So I mean, to 24-22 um against a Browns team that needed to win that game to make the playoffs, which means like you replace Mason with Ben and it looks good for us. You know what I mean? So I can I can I think Steelers are going to win this game. Um, I do think it's going to be really freaking close. Like, I'm talking, like, I think it'll be a lower-scoring game. Talking, like, 17-24 win touchdown in the last minute or two. Steelers, uh, you know, so it'll, it'll be close, but we'll see what happens.
1: Um, I think, you know, this game is really going to come down to the Cleveland Browns' running game. Um, if they can get that going and somehow – find a hole in the Pittsburgh defense like they did, you know, week 17, um, I think that they're going to win the game. You know, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt in that, in that backfield is scary. Um, they have a good receiving core. Their defense is solid. You know, we'll see what they can do against that Pittsburgh offense. Um, but I think that, you know, this game really comes down to that offensive line and, and what, you know, Nick Chubb can do. Um, if they can s- successfully run the ball, they're going to win the game in a close one. Um if they can't and the Pittsburgh defense turns up like they were, you know, weeks one through eleven or whatever it was, then you know, I think the Steelers are gonna win. My prediction for the game, the Cleveland Browns are in the playoffs for so the first time in 19 years, they turn it up. And I Uh-oh. think they're gonna I think they're gonna win in a close one uh twenty-four uh twenty. Um, and I think Scott's Scott's uh, prediction of you know how far Big Ben takes them is it? I think it's I think it's really going to come up to Big Ben, and um, you know we'll we'll see where the motivation lies. The Steelers have been there multiple times in the last ten years, twenty years. Cleveland Browns haven't. So
3: yeah, we've um, also won a couple of, uh, a couple of Super Bowls in the last ten to twenty years too. Right, so they've that. won a couple of Super Bowls in the
1: last ten to twenty years, so they've been there. So you know maybe the Cleveland Browns are are trying to knock off the big dogs. You know, Cleveland says we're next. Yeah. I think uh, I think
2: that I think Nick Chubb and that run game is going to get going, mm. and
1: they're going to win in a close one. Mm.
2: Jack, dang, you know I'm torn. I, I you know I want to say the Cleveland Browns are going to win, but at the same time, I think that that Steelers defense is going to turn up. And they're gonna make Bayf- uh, Baker Mayfield struggle, and that Browns mm. offense struggle. I think that you know, coming to the playoffs, as long as Juju doesn't make any TikToks, Corvette, Corvette, yeah, no, no TikToks before the game for Juju. Otherwise, they're definitely losing. All right, as long as uh, Juju Smith, Juju doesn't make any TikToks, they'll be fine. But yeah, I think that I think that Pittsburgh defense turns up. Baker Mayfield struggles, Nick Chubb struggles, and uh, Browns only score fourteen, and Pittsburgh comes out with twenty-seven. I like. Can, I, can I say something I about like Juju real quick? I yeah. like.
1: I think Juju Smith Schuster is the player to watch in this game. Oh, okay. Nice things. Nice things about Juju. All right. Good guy, Juju. Well, well. Think about it. His fumble last year is the reason they didn't make it to the playoffs. Ah. Uh, and I think that he is going to be on a little revenge tour here, and he's he's going to try to make up for it the best way that he can. So I think Juju is going to yeah. be an interesting player to watch, and I think he's going to turn up because he's trying to make up for what happened last year. I think Juju's been like Juju's been
0: in uh, every every single like highlight I've seen of the Steelers, or every single like week. It seems like, in my opinion, I, I could be wrong. It seems like he's been in the end zone a, quite a few times this season.
3: Yeah, he's been um, he's been doing all right. Okay, that's good. Good fight on Juju. I hope that, whole, that but, um, whole receiving core has been pretty well rounded yeah. for the most part. Hmm. But we do uh, have, but well, I do want to say this right. to end off the season, we do have the number one defense in the league. You know what I mean? So, so we're going to be you still with, you know, um, still with all those injuries
0: too, with all those injuries. Still? Yeah.
3: I mean, number one, we have the number one team uh, turnover wise. Like we've, we've seen got those turnovers, but. I think that if we had Bud Dupree on the other side of the line, if we had Devin Bush, like, it'd be rap. Like, Mm -hmm. I think our team, not easily, but they they can force some – they can do something in the playoffs if we had everyone healthy, you know.
0: I agree with you. I agree with you. If you had everybody healthy, you're my favorite, my favorite team. But, all right, guys. Scott, I'm sorry. This is going to be based off feel, pure gut. And, you know, my gut's been wrong a lot of times, you know, a.k.a., Shout out Justin Herbert. Uh, <laughs> my gut's been wrong many times. You know, and this could actually, you know, I could actually jinx it in Houston, in, uh, not Houston, and Pittsburgh actually wins this. But I'm going to go Cleveland. I think being in the playoffs for the first time in, you know, 19 years, and, you know, there's a lot of like buzz in that city right now because Ohio State is literally going to play in the national championship the next day. So a lot there's a lot of good juju. No pun intended. In you know, in the state of Ohio, I think um, you know I think Cleveland's going to ride that emotion. I think the game is really going to be dependent on how well Baker plays. I think obviously uh, Pittsburgh would be smart to stop the run. That is the strength of that team. Um, you know, make Baker throw, and I think Baker's going to step up to the challenge and do it. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't. I'm not playing favorites here. I would. My favorite team in this matchup is Pittsburgh, but I'm being you know. I kind of just telling you how I feel it's going to go. I'm going to say 30 to 24. Um, Juju has to take the Corvette, Corvette back to Pittsburgh. <laughs> they Sorry. will in the locker room after they win. <laughs> oh, bro. I feel You know, Juju does not deserve the slander that he gets. He's a nice guy. He is but, a
2: nice no, guy. It's, it's just funny, and that, that's all that it is. It's he gets crazy. trolled every single
0: week, and it's going to be like that for probably like the rest of his career, which is unfortunate. Well, that's what he gets but, for like, making TikToks, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. We, I, I, I'm, I'm a Juju fan.
3: Bro, you wanna know who I can't stand though? I hate Baker Mayfield. Can you tell me why you were I telling me this. I can't stand hit. this fool, bro. I cannot. Because stand he's this. cocky. He thinks he is so fucking good, bro. This is my thing about Nick Pickett. <laughs> like, all right, no, <laughs> all the my Oregon TVs, bro. Don't even get me
1: started on the Oregon DBs.
3: Here's my, here's my, here's my backstory on Nick Pickett, bro. So Nick Pickett is the most obnoxious freaking kid and like i've had class with him he just like sits in the t- he just thinks he's a shit bro and you know he's just not humble and i just don't like kids like that mm-hmm. and like he and then he goes onto the field and just sucks ass i can't stand that bro he's terrible and he's it's declaring it, for the yeah. draft like he's like something you know that's, he, what, he DB's going, that's what dbs on, are bro. though that's what dbs uh, are they're, they're, they're nah, not him. like
1: this cj this man is atrocious really? that he's, whole i mean he needs a freaking Life
3: check, bro. He's Elijah,
0: back, bro. Elijah's like that too, though. He's but he's, he's actually good. I okay. go, Elijah good.
3: I talent to back it up. Okay, all right. That's you know what point. I mean? But like so, with Baker Mayfield, like he just talks so much, and I just don't like I don't know, I don't like the cockiness. When he don't, when you don't back it up on the field consistently, you know, like if you're Patrick Mahomes out there talking shit, I'm like, all right, go talk your shit. You know, what I mean, if you're DK Metcalf, all right, go start your fight. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. DK Metcalf, you know what I mean, like, Ramsey, but yeah. like yeah, that's what I mean. Like, but like, come on,
0: Baker Mayfield. Like, I don't really God. see Baker is like that though, Ryan. Do you see it like that? He's like, I, I that. feel
2: like. I mean, he's cocky. Like, it's cocky. It's a bad he's cocky. He's been cocky since college.
1: Yeah, I feel like there's there's been some instances where like you could say that, but I feel like he is. Quieted down, especially this past year. Like I think he realized, like after last season, you know, he had to humble himself a little bit. So I don't, I don't think he's as cocky as he was. But yeah, like I can see where like Scott and Jack come from. Like I mean, this man was like holding his junk at the sideline in college. Yeah, (laughs) he's not holding my junk, Baker. This year, year, yeah, and stuff like that. So you know, he's
3: Our junk, okay.
1: <laughs> uh, he's he's growing up a little bit this year, so I I don't I'm with you. I don't necessarily see it like that, but I can see where people come from on mm-hmm. that. I just think you know he the way you guys paint him. I mean,
0: he is a cocky person. And I've seen him play in college. He was like that in college at Oklahoma. But the guy's a game manager. there's You have no reason to be complicated. You, you have no reason to be cocky. Um but I don't know, man. This is the man that's, that could lead Cleveland into the second round of the playoffs. He could
1: be me. waking up feeling dangerous on Sunday. You never know. You know, you got to be gotta be, you you gotta be on your toes.
0: It's uh, possible. Anything is yeah. possible. Should be a fun game. That's going to be in primetime on Sunday night. But uh, that's going to do it for our, you know, we talked a lot about a, a lot of things today. We did our New Year's resolutions, New Year's resolutions for professional teams. Uh, we did uh, Steph Curry talk. You know, we we'll briefly talked about the Steph Curry versus Dame debate, I guess. And, you know, we're previewing a very exciting weekend of the wildcard playoffs. Um, It's going to be fun. Tune in with us. See you later. Peace out.